Support for holiday programming on Utah Public Radio is brought to you in part by our members and Intermountain Connect Care, providing urgent care from Intermountain whenever and wherever you need it by using a smartphone, tablet, or computer to connect with an Intermountain clinician. Details available by texting CARE to 385-213-1276. Welcome now to the Access Utah Holiday Special. The holiday season is a time for special music, old and new. It's also time for wonderful stories, humorous and poignant. And uh, we're going to hear music this hour uh, performed by the Lightwood Duo. That's Mike Christiansen on guitar and Eric Nelson on clarinet. We'll also hear readings for the season by the author of the Christmas Chronicles, playwright Tim Slover. Access Utah Holiday Special. Coming up next. That's a beautiful music performed by the Lightwood Duo. Um, so, uh, gentlemen, um, I, I assume you can hear me there. We're 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 spread across uh, four studios here. <laughs> yep, you're, you're there. <laughs> different good. time zones. Good, good. <laughs> different time zones here. Mike Christiansen, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, you're, um, you've been retired a couple of years now. From, uh, oh yeah. More than that, I think. Yeah. But, uh, well, retired from, from teaching, from one job, from, yeah. from the one job, <laughs> right. uh, busier than ever, perhaps. This, this Very busy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric uh, Nelson, uh, on the clarinet there. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And you, uh, did you retire from the middle school? I did. Yeah. yeah. Two years ago. So, but likewise, busier than ever, I guess. Oh, as busy as I want to be. <laughs> okay, all right. That get, that's the advantage of retirement. That's right. In studio here with me is Tim Slover, who is uh, moderately busy. You're on sabbatical this year. <laughs> I'm still in the awkward employment years. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, University of Utah uh, theater professor, playwright, and for our audience, I guess most notably, author of the Christmas Chronicles. And I'm honored that you're doing it again this year. We Thank we you. are. So that starts um, on Monday, Monday night, and. Uh, We'll have that uh, Monday through Thursday night, 7 p.m. each evening. And then we have a Christmas Chronicles marathon, which I think starts at 5 p.m. on Christmas Day. So People need to limber up. Yeah, limber up for that, for that <laughs> marathon. <laughs> That's right. Um, so let's jump in, uh, gentlemen, with some music. What, what do you play for us? Uh, let's play White Christmas. White Christmas, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
White Christmas, that's Lightwood Duo. Mike Christiansen on guitar, Eric Nelson on uh, clarinet. Thank you, gentlemen. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, I ask every year, I'm going to ask again this year, do you have your airport gig? <laughs> yes, we have our airport gig, the the airport marathon. No. Yeah. <laughs> so for people who don't know, uh, I guess this is to pacify uh, weary and stressed travelers? Yes. Uh, yeah, we play... Um, Part of the time down at the, the baggage claim area, and then we play part of the time up at the security area. And uh, I know some of my colleagues will come through the line and say, Mike, has it come to this? <laughs> but uh, but it's actually a very, very good gig. The, the airport authority is very nice to us, and uh, we really enjoy playing there. It's a, it's a long one. We, we play, what, 12 hours? Ten or 12. Ten, yeah. 10 or 12 hours wow. down there. So it's a, it's a, it's a long gig, but... Uh, it's a fun one, <laughs> uh, Eric. Uh, th- what's your view of this? Do you uh, do you also have friends coming through and wondering what if you've come to poverty? Oh, that... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They'll look at me and say, "Hey, I know you." <laughs> yeah. The perk of this is that we know all the TSA people by first name, and so when we're traveling other times of the year, very often we get at the front of the line. Hey, that's a that's a nice perk. <laughs> that works. That is yeah. a good a good perk. Yeah. Uh, so, so Mike, what uh, you just play? Holiday classics, is that that what happens? Oh, we play everything from from pop to rock to jazz to show tunes to Christmas to um, everything in between. Yeah, lots lots of different styles. Do you get requests? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, get, we get a lot of requests. Yeah, there are people, even while they're standing in the security line, um, it's, interest, it's interesting to see the mood of people change while we're playing. They're... They come up to the security line and they're stressed out and they're late and schedules aren't working and uh, very often we'll see them start singing along and dancing and uh, hollering requests out that we'll play and uh, yeah it's uh, we take a lot of requests yeah uh, so it works that's that's wonderful yeah, it does work let me turn to Tim Slover um, so you teach. Playwriting? Is that what you mainly teach? The, the I do. I, I want to say, too, I love the Lightwood duo. I mean, this is like this kicks Christmas off for me. What, it's such a great combination of instruments. I love hearing you guys play. Thank you. Uh, yes, I teach dramatic literature and playwriting, and uh, uh, my great friend and colleague and I, Jane England is her name, uh, take uh, a group to London uh, every May and June, and then we now take adults. Through continuing education in yeah. October's. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, uh, I suspect I've talked to you. Well, I know because I've talked to you about this before. Uh, Christmas, especially special for you. Uh, remind us how Christmas Chronicles started. Uh, Christmas Chronicles uh, were stories I told uh, my two sons as they uh, grew up. One of whom I think is listening at Salt Lake, and one of whom I think is uh, listening uh, online with uh, April, uh, my daughter-in-law, uh, in Germany. They're in All Germany right. right now. All right. Shout out to the Slover family. Then. Yeah. Uh, so I told these stories to them and then, uh, and then wrote them down, and uh, um, they started just as, this, as a radio show and, yeah. and uh, then turned into a book. And uh, the, the, the Christmassy named Walter Rudolph at uh, KBW this time. <laughs> Uh, was was instrumental in this as oh, well. Oh, yeah, more than instrumental. Yeah. None yeah. of this would have happened uh, without Wally, uh, yeah. who I just had lunch with a few days ago. He's yeah. great, um, as always, and he is the king of Christmas. Right. <laughs> uh, so let's let's hear something. Uh, what are you going to read for us? Uh? Uh, well, White Christmas, appropriate beginning, because this first piece is uh, by Susan Cooper. Susan Cooper uh, is best known for her brilliant uh, Celtic fantasy series called The Dark is Rising. 
but she's also a very gifted poet. Uh, and she wrote uh, a poem about Yule, uh, which is an ancient northern uh, feast uh, where it's cold and lots of snow, lots of white Christmases. Uh, Yule runs from the winter solstice, the longest night of the year, through to the new year as the sun and life returns. Seems like a good way to kick this off. So this is called The Shortest Day by Susan Cooper. So the shortest day came, and the year died. And everywhere down the centuries of the snow-white world came people singing, dancing to drive the dark away. They lighted candles in the winter trees. They hung their homes with evergreen. They burned beseeching fires all night long to keep the year alive. And when the New Year's sunshine blazed awake, they shouted, reveling through all the frosty ages. You can hear them echoing behind us. Listen. All the long echoes sing the same delight this shortest day as promise wakens in the sleeping land. They carol, fest, give thanks, and dearly love their friends and hope for peace. And so do we, here, now, this year, and every year. Welcome, Yule. It's mm. so wonderful. Uh, tell us the, uh, the title and author again. The Shortest Day by Susan Cooper. Yeah, wonderful. Do you have another short piece you can... I do. Uh, elaborate meals are part of many people's Christmas celebrations. I know a woman who's listening right now is a very good, uh, very good cook. Uh, uh, I thought she'd enjoy this, and everyone else would too. This is a recipe uh, uh, written anonymously by a very ambitious chef for a Christmas Day meal. And I, th I think, Tom, it wins the prize for complicated Yuletide cooking. It's from an 1814 cookery book. And the name of uh, the dish is Bird Surprise. Here's the recipe. Take a large olive, stone it, and then stuff it with a paste made of anchovy, capers, and oil. Put the olive inside a trussed and boned beck fig. Now, that's a kind of a small bird about the size of a sparrow. Put the beck fig inside a fat ortolan. That's a, a little bigger, like a bunting. Put the ortolan inside a boned lark. Put the stuffed lark inside a boned thrush. Put the thrush inside a fat quail. Put the quail, wrapped in vine leaves, inside a boned lapwing. Put the lapwing inside a boned golden plover. Put the plover inside a fat, boned, red-legged partridge. Put the partridge inside a young, boned woodcock that has been hung up one week. Apparently that tenderizes the meat. Put the woodcock rolled in breadcrumbs inside a boned teal. Put the teal inside a boned guinea fowl. Put the guinea fowl well larded inside a young and boned tame duck. Put the duck inside a boned and fat fowl. I thought they were all fowls, but <laughs> put the fowl inside a pheasant that has been hung up one week. Put the pheasant inside a boned and fat wild goose. Put the goose inside a fine turkey. Put the turkey inside a boned bustard, which is a large, mostly flightless bird, about five feet long, about 40 pounds. Having arranged your roast after this fashion, place in a large saucepan with onions stuffed with cloves, carrots, small squares of ham, celery, several strips of bacon well-seasoned, pepper, salt, spice, coriander seeds, and two cloves of garlic. Seal the saucepan by closing it with pastry, 
Then put it for 10 hours over a gentle fire and arrange it so that the heat can penetrate evenly. An oven moderately heated will suit better than the hearth. Before serving, remove the pastry. Put the roast on a hot dish after removing the grease, if any, and serve. <laughs> grease, if any. I, I imagine there would be some grease. You think. You would, you would, you would think, <laughs> right. I don't know whether my mouth is watering or whether I'm <laughs> off-put by that. That's bird surprise. That's bird surprise. And you're doing that at your house this year, right? uh, Totally. I'll I'll borrow that from you. We'll just get the ortolan. That's right. That's right. Um, So uh, before we go to the next musical selection, um, this is from England, is it? Or where, where uh, is actually, it's an American dish. That's an American dish. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your What's your background, uh, Tim? Often we go back to our heritage when we when we have holiday traditions. Uh, yeah, uh, at, at a very crucial age, when I was seven or eight, my dad was in the army. We were in Stuttgart, and uh, uh, so we picked up a lot of Christmas traditions that are German, and oh. we, we've never sort of let them go. Okay. So, yeah. Advent wreaths and Advent calendars and lots of candles and. And uh, lots of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, sort of cut across my mother's English background. Uh, her mom, dad came from Northampton, which is a seaport. And so I always, and I never understood it, and I never could explain it to my friends why we always had oyster stew on Christmas Eve. Mm. That's still a tradition. Tradition, heritage, yeah. <laughs> Mike Christiansen, I know it's it's uh, Scandinavian, right? Is it Danish? Yes. Heritage? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, right. S-E-N on the end of Christiansen. So. S-E-N, yep. Uh, so you, you, I think you have some Danish Traditions. Oh yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of Danish traditions. We uh, do the the rice pudding after dinner, and there's a nut hidden in the rice pudding, and whoever gets the nut has good luck for the coming year and gets a prize. And uh, we have ornaments at the dinner table, and each ornament is to remind you of something that happened to you that year. We dance around the tree on Christmas Eve, and there are many, many others. But there are uh, a lot of Danish traditions. Those sound wonderful. Uh, and Eric Nelson, S-O-N, does that mean you're Swede? Well, the Nelson's from England, but oh, there, are uh, no, some, okay, okay. there are some Petersons back there from Denmark, so we do the Danish thing as well. But this year, well, the last couple of years, my daughter married a, a guy from Sweden, and so we've modified the Danish thing. <laughs> now, whoever gets the almond in the pudding keeps it secret, but starts speaking in rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very the good. Swedish twist on the Danish pudding. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, well, let's uh, let's hear some more music, gentlemen. What do you what do you play? Well, let's see. With all this talk of home cooking, we'll play a little home for the holidays. Thank you. 
That's beautiful, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Uh, before we go to break, um, contact point for Lightwood Duo, lightwoodduo.com? That's right, lightwoodduo.com. Okay, lightwoodduo.com. And Tim Slover, any, you want to tout anything here? Yeah. Uh, just go to Amazon.com. Uh, that's where we spend all our money. Okay, okay. <laughs> Amazon.com. <laughs> Look up Tim Slover. By the way, um, I'm not sure if you're working on any, anything uh, new in terms of uh, uh, a play. I know you have written, uh, you know, several plays, including one about uh, Handel, was it? True, yeah. Uh, that's called Joyful Noise, and it's a pretty fascinating story. I was glad to, glad to find it about mm-hmm. uh, how he wrote Messiah and all the problems involved. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, wonderful. Well, let's uh, let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll have more um, stories for the season and music for the season with the Lightwood Duo. That's Mike Christiansen on guitar and Eric Nelson on clarinet. And we'll hear uh, those readings by uh, Tim Slover, who's a playwright and author of the Christmas Chronicles. More following this. Support for science reporting on Utah Public Radio comes from the Utah State University Ecology Center, providing training opportunities for today's science communicators, one story at a time. It's said that prevention is the best cure, but predicting which diseases to prepare for and prevent is not an easy task and often requires attention to emerging diseases in domestic animals and wildlife. In the past 30 years, approximately 75% of new and emerging human diseases have been transmitted from animals. Scientists at Utah State University's Institute for Antiviral Research are working to understand how a number of viruses cause disease, an important step in finding ways to prevent their spread or develop cures. Ebola, West Nile, and Zika viruses, and some influenza viruses, are among the disease-causing agents they study that originated in animals, because boundaries between countries and species don't stop a virus. Support for Ag Matters on Utah Public Radio is provided in part by our members and by the College of Agriculture and Applied Sciences at Utah State University, offering more than 70 degrees with courses available at USU campuses throughout the state and online. You're listening to the Axis Utah Holiday Special for 2018. We're hearing beautiful music uh, performed by Lightwood Duo. That's Mike Christiansen on guitar and Eric Nelson on clarinet. And we're hearing readings for the season by the author of the Christmas Chronicles, playwright Tim Slover. 
All of this here on Utah Public Radio. Hope you're enjoying the music. Beautiful gentleman. Um, this, you, uh, how do you get your arrangements? Do you do some of them yourself? Uh, what do you What do you do? We do all of them ourselves. All of them yourself. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> that one you just heard. Uh, we did just now. You <laughs> did. Right, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. That was a uh, UPR arrangement. Okay, great. <laughs> Hereafter known as the UPR arrangement. That's yes. right. Yes. Okay, wonderful. All right, well, while the gentlemen are getting uh, set up uh, there for our, the next piece, uh, Tim, do you have another piece you can read? I do, yeah, yeah. Um, Benjamin Zephaniah uh, is a Jamaican-British writer. Uh, he's a dub poet. He's a novelist. He's a singer-songwriter, and he's a Rastafarian, though he gave up smoking cannabis in his 30s. Uh, once you hear this poem of his, you won't be surprised to hear that he's also an honorary patron of the Vegan Society. Uh, my, my wife, Mary, she cooks a mean turkey, frankly, uh, but she hates the hates it when it's raw. So that's my job. I'm, I'm the one that you know takes the stuff out of the and gets it in the oven, and then she works her magic. Uh, Benjamin Zephaniah has something to say about that. This is his poem called Talking Turkeys. Be nice to your turkeys this Christmas, because turkeys just want to have fun. Turkeys are cool. Turkeys are wicked, and every turkey has a mum. Be nice to your turkeys this Christmas. Don't eat it. Keep it alive. It could be your mate, and not on your plate. Say, yo, turkey, I'm on your side. I got lots of friends who are turkeys, and all of them fear Christmas time. They want to enjoy it. They say humans destroyed it, and humans are out of their mind. Yeah, I got lots of friends who are turkeys. They all have a right to a life. Not to be caged up and genetically made up by any farmer and his wife. Turkeys just want to play reggae. Turkeys just want to hip-hop. Can you imagine a nice young turkey saying, I cannot wait for the chop? Turkeys like getting presents. They want to watch Christmas TV. Turkeys have brains and turkeys feel pain in many ways like you and me. I once knew a turkey called Turkey. He said, Benji, explain to me, please, who put the turkey in Christmas, and what happens to Christmas trees? I said, I am not too sure, turkey, but it's nothing to do with Christ mass. Humans get greedy and waste more than need be, and businessmen make loads of cash. Be nice to your turkeys this Christmas. Invite them indoors for some greens. Let them eat cake, and let them partake in a plate of organic grown beans. Be nice to your turkey this Christmas, and spare them the cut of the knife. Join Turkeys United, and they'll be delighted, and you will make new friends for life. <laughs> Tell us again the uh, author title. Uh, Talking Turkeys! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! By Benjamin Zephaniah. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I fear that many of us will not be nice to our turkeys this this season. I, I like getting them after someone else has not been nice yeah, to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, gentlemen, uh, Lightwood Duo, will you play for us next? Uh, this is a favorite Christmas song of turkeys the world over. Uh, this is the Christmas song. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's beautiful, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I think I've asked you this before, but um, I wouldn't have immediately uh, paired guitar with clarinet. Did, did you? How did Lightwood Duo come about? Uh, well, Eric and I had played together in a, in a band where we Eric played keyboard and saxophone. That uh, uh, clarinet is his primary instrument, but we didn't use the clarinet in the in the band in that situation. We played everything from classic rock to jazz and. Uh, I was playing some solo guitar gigs at the Conway Country Club in Salt Lake City, and uh, driving down there's uh, that's a pretty lonely thing if you're doing a bunch of solo gigs down there. So I thought it'd be great to take someone else with me, and I knew that Eric was a phenomenal clarinetist, and um, so I thought, well, why don't we get together and let's rehearse some things with guitar and clarinet, uh, and see how it goes over at the Cottonwood Country Club. And uh, they they ended up just loving it. We played there for a long, long, long time, and um, the pairing was was very nice. I I loved it from the moment I heard it at the beginning. I'd played a lot of guitar and flute duets, but uh, I really like the the woody sound of the of the clarinet and uh, combining with the wood sound of of the guitar. And we got the title Lightwood. We were going down to do one of these gigs in Salt Lake, and this. Uh, lady called up and she said what kind of music do you play and i said well we play we're going to play a little bit of everything but we're not going to we don't do any heavy metal tunes and so i said let's see we put our heads together and we said the opposite of heavy metal that would be light wood <laughs> so uh, we became the light wood duo that afternoon <laughs> i never knew that that's so you're the opposite of heavy metal that's right <laughs> all right so eric um i mean uh, i'm thinking of jethro toll uh, I, I respect a guy who fronts a rock band with a flute. Um, a flute and a microphone. Uh, and a flute yeah. and a microphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did, have you ever had fantasies uh, like that, you know, fronting a rock band with, a, with your instrument? Uh, if you're playing rock, you can be a lot more commanding with a saxophone than you can with a clarinet. Yeah, so, I guess saxophone so would be just better. Just pick up the saxophone. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tim Silver, you were nodding your head. You you like that combination I clarinet? And I think it's fantastic. Guitar. I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. A lot of times people see a set up to play a gig, and they'll think one of us is at the wrong place. <laughs> and we and we don't hang out at the same conventions very often, but we really like the combination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tim, what uh, what's what's next? Uh, what do you have for us? Uh, a poem by Carl Sandburg. Uh, Carl Sandburg, simply one of the greatest poets America's ever produced. Um, his ability to communicate directly and simply, honestly, to the heart. We ought to read more Carl Sandburg, in my opinion. Uh, this is a Christmas poem that he wrote in 1953. Hallmark Cards actually created a line of Christmas cards with this poem. Um, that's a classy move on Hallmark Cards' part. A pack of 25 cards costs $2. Mm. This is called Star Silver by Carl Sandburg. The silver of one star plays cross lights against pine green, and the play of this silver crosswise against the green is an old story, thousands of years, and sheep raisers on the hills by night watching woolly four-footed ramblers watching a single silver star. Why does the story never wear out? And a baby, slung in a feed box, back in a barn, in a Bethlehem slum. A baby's first cry, mixing with the crunch of a mule's teeth on Bethlehem Christmas corn. Baby fists, softer than snowflakes of Norway. 
the vagabond mother of Christ, and the vagabond man of wisdom, all in a barn on a winter night, and a baby there in swaddling clothes on hay. Why does the story never wear out? The sheen of it all is a star, silver, and a pine, green. For the heart of a child asking a story, the red and hungry, red and hankering heart calling for cross-lights of silver and green. Beautiful. Carl Sandburg. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. We should read more Carl Sandburg. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Uh, gentlemen, Lightwood Duo, uh, what will you play for us next? Well, we just heard some uh, a reading considering that, that night, of, um, and we're going to play Silent Night. This is... Uh, I have a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of the the original Silent Night. As you may know, it was written on the guitar. It was supposed to be written on the organ, but the organ was broke. So Mr. Gruber had a guitar, and they uh, wrote this on the guitar. So we'll play, I'll play it first very much like the first one was, although I think that in truth it was probably just strummed while the, while the congregation sang. But uh, I'll put a little bit of the melody in. Then I'll soup it up just a little bit and... Uh, and then we'll go into something else that I think you'll recognize.
very beautiful gentleman. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> That's a, that was a nice segue. Uh, well, let's take a break. When we come back, more with Lightwood Duo, Mike Christiansen on guitar, Eric Nelson on clarinet. We'll hear some more readings for the season by uh, playwright Tim Slover. More following this. And I'm living in a neighborhood that's predominantly Jewish, so if I saw one brown person that looked like me, we came running towards each other like in slow motion, like in an old love story. A black person! Join us next time for more true stories told live. This week, stories about courage and guts. That's the Moth Radio Hour from PRX. Saturday evening at 6 on Utah Public Radio. Support for holiday programming on Utah Public Radio is brought to you in part by our members and Intermountain Instacare for non-life-threatening conditions. No appointment necessary for patients of all ages. Details at instacare.org. When was the last time you listened to a tree? Forest biologists are just beginning to unravel the complex web of communication that links trees into vast networks. And now ecologists are putting microphones up to tree trunks to hear the conversation going on inside. The wisdom of trees. Next time on To the Best of Our Knowledge from PRX. Sunday morning at 9 on Utah Public Radio. Get in the spirit of giving this holiday season and show your support for Jazz Time with me, Steve Williams, by making a generous pledge of support at upr.org. You're listening to the Axis Utah Holiday Special. We're enjoying beautiful music performed by the Lightwood Duo. That's Mike Christiansen on guitar and Eric Nelson on clarinet. We're also hearing uh, humorous and poignant stories uh, and readings for the season by the author of the Christmas Chronicles, playwright Tim Slover. It's the Axis Utah Holiday Special right here on Utah Public Radio. So it's a little bit of uh, let it snow. Thank you, gentlemen. And uh, we indeed have a we're if it lasts here, if it stays, we we do have white Christmas. That's uh, seems like <laughs> it. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, so Tim Slover, what do you ha- what do you have for us next? Well, uh, uh, if I could get serious for a minute, uh, Tom, I keep hearing that Christmas is under attack, and if it is, I'm alarmed. Uh, if it's in mortal danger, I want the troops called out. Now, luckily. That's actually happened. This is a transcript of the remarks by the Special Forces commander that launched the operation. Now, it's only available to very senior staff, very highly placed in homeland security apparatus. Fortunately for you, I am. This is that transcript. I've called it Defending Christmas. This is all first-person transcript from that Special Forces commander. All personnel eyes front. All right, listen up. That means you too, Larson. Take those beats off your jar head. Stop sharpening your K-bar combat knife and pay attention. Okay. Everybody standing comfortably at strict attention now? Outstanding. Let's get started. First off, on behalf of all the Joint Chiefs, I, Special Forces Commander Buck, Yule Log, Wolf Pack, 
want to welcome all you soldiers here to the U.S. Bullion Depository at Fort Knox. There's a reason we issued commands to the Army, Delta Force, Navy SEALs, Air Force Special Tactics, and Marine Special Ops to send their finest and fiercest to the most secure facility in the world. A danged important reason. You men, women, and troopers of indeterminate glandular operations still on the payroll till the next executive order kicks in are the elitest of the elite, the deadliest of the deadly, the berserkest of the berserkers. Heck, some of you are so stark raving mad you couldn't get a normal job if it popped up right in front of you at targets practice. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Larson, with your it ain't murder if they look at you funny facial tattoo. Not sure that's regulation, soldier. Anyway, the point is Uncle Sam calls on you warriors whenever our precious American institutions come under attack and you ring the bell every time. And we appreciate the heck out of you for it. True, we don't pay you very much. And try getting your veterans' benefits down the road. But you don't mind, and why? Because you're heroes. And heroes don't need sissy pensions. They need parades. And after you soldiers ruck up and complete this mission, you're going to get the biggest, baddest parade of your lives. I guarantee it. That's straight from the Joint Chiefs. At this very moment, as the snow falls outside this max security fortress, which is a smackdown to so-called global warning BTW, another precious American institution is under attack. Christmas. That's right, soldiers. Christmas is under attack, and you have to save it. The truth is, and it's better the general public remain unaware of this, our most beloved and lucrative holiday has been taken enemy fire since 2001 when Blink-182 released its despicable single, I Won't Be Home for Christmas. The most recent act of cowardice you've been hearing about, unpatriotic candy cane manufacturers deserting these amber waves of grain for foreign climes to weasel out of paying the new tariffs on red and white stripes, well, that's just the proverbial last Nordic track that broke Santa's gift pack. So you soldiers need to grab your chain whips and wildcat keychains and ninja foot spikes. Your new call of duty is Operation Tinsel Blizzard. I'm now going to provide you with some very hush-hush, need-to-know, ultra-area 51-type top-secret intel on your new mission. So everybody unseal your mission packets and follow along. Somebody get Larson another mission packet. Larson, just use your your Strider compact folding knife with titanium frame to open the envelope. Not a flamethrower. Jeez, Marine, son. Okay. You can see the first doc is pretty lengthy, but it's crucial you read through it because it gives you the straight dope on Christmas. Birth certificate of St. Nicholas, yeah, where he was really born. First wassail mixer, gingerbread house schematics, how Coca-Cola bought in, the truth of the comrade mommy kissing Santa Claus affair, the whole goodwill towards men lie. Believe me, it's all eye-opening. That's why it's going to spontaneously combust at 0600 hours tomorrow. Except Larson just combusted his now. Somebody secure Larson's incendiary chapstick. The next doc is a single page with the words, Christmas is under attack, in ominous Nazi font letters at the top, and a black silhouette of a stabbed reindeer underneath. Soldiers, how do those offensive words and hideous image make you feel? Righteously outraged, yes? Ready to kick some anti-Christmas butt, am I right? Yeah, old Yule Log can see it in your snarling faces. Good. Outstanding. Because we are not concerned here with some kind of egghead facts about Christmas being under attack, since there are none and it isn't. We are concerned with our gut. Our gut tells us Christmas is taking heavy casualties. Always trust your gut, soldiers. It is your unfailing North Star, your gut, and Nazi-type font. Next up is your zone of action recon map. 
You can see it's basically all of America outside of Santa Claus, Indiana, but your concentrated deployment will be in the most godless sectors, New York, New York, Los Angeles, California, and Park City, Utah. All right, I can see you're stamping and champing to get out there right now and start your mission. In fact, Larson has already tried to leap through the window, ignoring the fact that it is made of unbreakable gorilla glass. You just sleep it off, soldier. The medics will revive you after the briefing with some prototype anti-concussion eggnog. Boys at Langley have been cooking up. Rest you take a look at the last item in your packets. I know this is what you've been waiting for. The specs of the next level weapons you'll be taking into battle. It's a pretty impressive arsenal. First up, your IED nativity scenes. Now look, the chiefs don't care how you do it. That's up to you super sneaky sons of guns and daughters of guns and whatever of guns. You're all experts at special ops. You just get these nativity kits onto federal property anyhow you want. State house lawns are good. Ditto with courthouses. Planned Parenthood clinics are especially good. Now, so long as citizens stand in front and quietly adore them with wondering awe, no one gets hurt. Heck, they can even take selfies. Well, just BYAM, not even we elite deadly special forces can stop anyone taking selfies. That's a dang force of nature. But let some anti-Christmas fanatic stand in front of the Holy Family with the intent to ponder the complex relationship between church and state, and the donkey here sprays that terrorist with ghost pepper sauce. Ho, 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 am I right? Okay. Next up is your man-portable recoilless anti-humbug rocket launcher, disguised as a harmless, over-the-shoulder French baguette. Now, you're going to be using these sweet bazookas in the dark, so you'll notice they come with these plus-size night vision goggles, exactly the same ones Bono wears. When you come upon a house, I'm sorry, I'm getting worked up here, except I'm not sorry, because when red and green-blooded American nationalists wouldn't get worked up. When you come upon a house that brazenly and openly displays no Christmas lights or decorations, you may assume that house is crawling with traitors. The very traitors that spend every waking minute attacking Christmas. In that case, soldier, you may fire your anti-humbug bazooka directly at that fascist commie house with extreme prejudice. Do I make myself clear? It will launch its payload of Christmas lights the most devastatingly charming, multicolored, twinkly kind, and an extreme evergreen door wreath with heavenly balsam scent developed in the weapons lab of L.L. Bean. And through the magic of next-gen technology, your shot will instantly decorate the offending house beautifully enough to make the cover of the December issue of Architectural Digest, whether the slimy Scrooges within like it or not. They forfeited their right to a democratic say on the matter when they outraged decency by not buying sugar cookies. Any sugar cookies. It makes you weep. Okay, next up, check out the Mall Santa Protection Force Field. Now, this bad boy, standby soldiers, I'm getting something from Tactical in my earpiece. Yes, sir, I'm receiving you, Lima Charlie. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm not sure I heard you right, sir. If you could just repeat... Sir, with all due respect, are you certain? Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'll tell them immediately. All right, listen up, grunts. That was Santa. Never thought I'd talk to him directly. He has personally changed our mission. From Operation Tinsel Blizzard to Operation Spread Good Cheer. Apparently, Christmas isn't so much under attack as thriving in every heart that opens itself to the joy and fun of the season, and that's a direct quote. Also, turns out the candy cane manufacturers aren't leaving. That was fake news. Somebody wake Larson up. Now get out there, soldiers, and spread good cheer with extreme prejudice. That's an order. 
<laughs> Very good. That's your piece, is it? Very good. Tim Slover there. Well, uh, gentlemen, we'll uh, we'll have one final number. Uh, Lightwood Duo, what do you put? Thank you, first of all, uh, to uh, Mike Christiansen, Eric Nelson, and Tim Slover. Thank you so much for, for coming in. What do you place out with, gentlemen? Thanks for having us. Uh, with that uh, discussion of the troops saving Christmas, we're going to play um, our version of God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, but ours is God Rest Ye Merry Cats. And um, we'll start it off with a little intro that ties in with the troops saving Christmas. Beautiful gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to the Lightwood Duo, Mike Christiansen on guitar, Eric Nelson on uh, clarinet. Um, what's up next, gentlemen? I guess playing the airport and other gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the airport and other gigs. And you can find them at lightwoodduo.com. Tim Slover, um, I guess you'll just be working on working on plays and. Uh, that's the idea. <laughs> okay, well, and we're working on other pieces like the ones we heard. That's right. Okay. Uh, and uh, look for you on Amazon. That's what you said. Yeah. Okay. Tim Slover, thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you. Up. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. And thanks for listening. It's been the Access Utah Holiday Special. You're listening to Utah Public Radio, a statewide service of Utah State University and the College of Humanities and Social Sciences. 
KUSR Logan, KUSK Vernal, KUSL Richfield, KUST Moab, KCEU Price, KUSU FM Logan, and also heard at upr.org.